Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Hey, Tom and Cecil. This is Ben from Montana. I had to laugh my ass off when you guys were talking about the Highlander, uh, the guy that played the Kurgan, Clancy Brown, because uh, he's in all kinds of stuff from, you know, Shawshank Redemption as a prison guard to uh, the voice of Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob now. So every time I see the Highlander movie, I can't help but think of that. But yeah, check him out sometime. The guy's got a huge freaking uh, acting list. Anyways, uh, Goyal, take it easy, guys. But. Hello, boys. It is uh, Hunter from Oklahoma again. Just wanted to say I finally got to the 200th episode and got to listen to uh, you and Noah and Heath and I just, it was very cool getting late into the podcast and already meeting you guys, you know seeing the dynamic you guys have on Citation Needed and kind of see the beginnings of that, you know you guys just talking and shit well, so that was super fucking cool, so uh, yeah glory hole, motherfucker bro, I don't know where the fuck y'all have been or not, where the fuck I've been. But I found y'all goddamn three weeks ago, and I've been listening to y'all motherfuckers like hours upon hours at work, man. Y'all motherfuckers get me cracked up, dude. So whenever you guys decide to touch down Tennessee, I got a blunt on me for y'all. Much love, man. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live. From Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 412 of Cognitive Dissonance. And this is... Uh, I'm I'm glad to be back. Yeah. In Chicago yeah. from the Dominican Republic. I want to say uh that place is ugly. And anybody who wants to send me there as punishment, you can at any time. It's oh, hideous. Wow. I hate looking at the ocean. Why don't why don't we live there? <laughs> it's so terrible here. Why don't we live someplace beautiful, Cecil? Oh, we do live someplace beautiful. <sighs> but only in like very small segments. For like a minute. But like out. like it's like it's like it's nice for like an hour yeah. and twenty-eight minutes. Yeah. And like if you missed it because you were napping it's or at so work. It's so funny. Like last week I walk out of the house and I'm just like in my fucking full-on coat. And I'm like, it's fucking almost May for Christ's sakes. And no. it's like it's like I know. 30 degrees out. I know. Like it for the longest time forever. It 
it snowed. I got married. It snowed one day. I got married. It was 55 degrees. I got an airplane for a week. I came back. It's 85. Yeah. What the fuck is going <laughs> on over here? 85 is not bad. I know, but I'm yeah. just saying like, I yeah. want to live there yeah. in a resort. Yeah. That's I discovered that that's <laughs> yeah. actually where I yeah. think I'm, well, I'm best. It turns out, turns like, out yeah. where you can eat all that you want. You know, they mean that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't think that they would, yeah. but like, you know, like they I want like shooing you over the broom. After you ever get like a esophagus full? Oh, yeah. You know, oh, where yeah. you're just like, yeah. if I eat any more, yeah. it'll just hit my back teeth. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like, you're just like, like I'm just going to hold it in my mouth and wait. <laughs> I'll use this as part of my digestive system. I packed a Vitamix plunger <laughs> and just <laughs> yeah, exactly. use a stick blender. <laughs> just go right in there. Just, you, could, you could, yeah, you get rid of the chicken bones. <laughs> I know when you're out with other kids, kind of hard sometimes to even admit you're Christian. The story's from Right Wing Watch. Uh, this is kind of amazing. Now, a lot of times Right Wing Watch will have like a somewhat misleading right, sure. title. Yeah, they, they won't say the exact thing. or they'll This is that. not one of them. Yeah. Uh, Jewish people and other non-Christians don't have First Amendment rights. Oh. Now, let's listen to him. Sure. Let's give him an opportunity Absolutely. to explain. Absolutely. Just want to finish up on our conversation about whether what the fuck is that? Is he like spy versus spy? <laughs> hey, let's play some. Uh, let's play some shitty jazz music while we go ahead and have this uh, semi-racist it's like, tirade. It's like, it's like fanfare jazz. <laughs> Wiccans, that is worshippers of the devil, followers of witchcraft. Whether they have first, am- are they worshippers of the devil? Uh, I think they just want to be naked. Yeah, They're basically like six-year-olds that are just like, oh, I don't want to wear pants. That just, their bodies got bigger. Six-year-olds today. <laughs> their bodies. Only six-year-olds. <laughs> no, it's just the rest yeah. of us are just like, oh, I have to wear pants. W- wickedism is just an yeah. excuse to be outside yeah. with your balls. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Amendment rights under our Constitution. And the answer is that they do not. <laughs> Wait, that's how I would read First Amendment. They don't get First Amendment rights in the Constitution. There's no, a because they're group of people. Like, wait, so don't all people get? If you're a that, citizen, don't you always? Can you do me get a favor? Rights? Would you call up the Bill of Rights for me so I can read? Well, I can. I can read right now. The First okay. Amendment: Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. Unless they're not Christian. You missed that part at the end. The asterisk. Do you see the asterisk? Look for the asterisk. It's a lot of people miss this. You look for the asterisk and then down below, it's like a footnote and it says, unless they're not Christian by Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. (laughs) He like, he like put a little, he just initialed it. TJ. You know? Yeah. All, all people get that. Like, but you know, and no Wiccans don't. And when, when he says they like, they like the devil. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's interesting because what this guy is saying is like, look, if you're a different religion, you don't get this particular right. You don't yeah, get this right. right. They could have easily just said Christianity instead of religion. Yeah, you wouldn't need the first part of that about the government not establishing 
if the government was intending to establish. That's true too, right? right? You would not yeah. you would not create a And you wouldn't say the word religion. You right. would say Christianity. Right. Cuz cuz you would be specific in your language and you're when you're making a legal document that's kind of what you do. Only if you're like creating a government from scratch, yeah. for example. <laughs> right. Like with with full intentionality. <laughs> yeah. about what that means and it's not like this is sloppy fucking word choice. It's not like somebody's like, oh no, it was really That's a first draft. That's what they treated us. They, they, I, they genuinely, really do. They, they yeah. genuinely like, no, what they really meant was, no, what they meant was what they wrote, yeah. which says religion. And religion means a it's ubiquitous term that encompasses religion in general. So unless you're, unless Brian Fisher is suggesting that Wiccanism is not a religion. That, that could be, that and could be, that so, could be. The blunt, simple, direct, straightforward answer is that Wiccans do not have first amendment rights nor do Muslims, nor do Jews, nor do... Like Jesus? Like Jesus. Still, America wasn't around back then, so he didn't Who have was First Amendment rights. He didn't have First Amendment rights. Now, if he comes back and he legally immigrates, we might give him First Amendment rights. <laughs> he better not be, come from the South. He, be, he better not come. He better not. <laughs> better, Jesus, better, not better not be Jesus right? that shows up. Another one. We won't. No, you pronounce it's like a hard him. J. Yeah. <laughs> It's not, let me over your wall. It's a hard J. I say it different. It's a Jesus. You can't trick us, Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> <laughs> Native Americans, nor do Rastafarians. Wait, Native Americans? Yeah. What if they happen to be Christian? What if you converted? What if, they, did they apply for citizenship, Native Americans? <laughs> Wait a minute, for real Native can we, Americans? Can we build a wall around their reservations? Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, listen, you're not yeah, a real American. You know we'll it's like I'm the fucking realest American. You know what we'll do? We'll build a wall around their around their reservations, a wall of poverty. <laughs> <laughs> well, we built that in there. Yeah. And yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Nailed it. It's kind of like a swimming pool of poverty. <laughs> it's like a moat. And <laughs> yeah. nor do any practitioners of any other religion other than Christianity. Because Joseph, and again, I'm just quoting Joseph's story. So this is not my idea. Who? Joseph's story time. Oh, yeah. Was he one of the founding fathers? I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, okay. I didn't come up with this idea. This is Joseph's story, the eminent historian of the First Amendment. Ah, uh, the eminent oh. historian of the First Amendment. Right. So he read it just like we did. I see. <laughs> he has an opinion on it that's eminent. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Let's hear it. And the Constitution. Look what the founding fathers were driving at here in the First Amendment. They weren't even considering Islam. They weren't even considering Judaism. They weren't even considering Native American religions, all they were dealing with, all they were considering was Christianity. So whatever the First Amendment is about, whatever protections it extends in the federal constitution, those were just for Christianity. So Christianity has First Amendment rights under the federal constitution. No other religion does. Um, that's just, that's just insane. That's just stupid because it literally, I mean, just change the word then. If they want... These guys were very specific in their right. language. These guys were hyper-specific in their language. They used this word religion, not as just to say, look, see religion, all uses of religion means Christianity. They they could have said, you're free to practice any form of Christianity here you'd like. Yeah. It's not, but that's yeah. not what they said. Yeah. They said a different thing. And it's it, it makes me laugh because like, like, I don't actually give a shit what the founding fathers said. I don't have their fucking cock squirting down the back yep. of my throat yep. all the fucking time. Yeah. These are the fucking First Amendment knob gobblers constantly like fucking mascara runs yeah, so exactly. hard Clocking. for the fucking Constitution. <laughs> They're just like, oh, get it in there. 
fucking bruised the fucking uvula from fucking letting that thing ram the back of their fucking throat. And they're then they're just like, well, but I don't like it. Yeah. When it means the thing I don't like. Yeah. Well, and then you're just you're you're absolutely right because because there's there's nothing special about this document. And if this document is something that that we're saying, look, we're gonna actually change it to say, look, all religions. We're going to change it. We could do that. No. We could change it. Well, we've, that's what it's, that's like, what it's they literally, gave us, it's literally been amended in the, this is an amendment we're talking. That's about. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like they created a mechanism for the amendment. And then more than that, they also created a branch of the government designed to interpret it. Yeah. That's what the Supreme court does, which was created by the same document to interpret the document because we know that like, Shit changes. Yeah. And you and know so there's some we should be in ass- constant consideration yeah. of it. And also, you know, there's some fucking asshole rules rules lawyer who's always trying to fucking shove something in there that's right. like, well, it says it right here in this last little line that it means this thing. <laughs> and you're like, get the fuck out of here. And that's what the problem is. is I know. Is all these people like they want to, they want to, they want to chant that you guys don't have rights. Nobody else has rights but these Christians. And they they miss the point. That if, the, if one person loses their rights, if one religion loses their right, all religions lose their rights. R- religion conceptually yeah. is devalued conceptually. Well, yeah, that's your thing. Yeah. This, why am I even yelling about it? That's not even my thing. Yeah. Abortions for all. <laughs> Very well. No abortions for anyone. <laughs> Abortions for some, miniature American flags for others. This is fucked up. This is from the BBC. Uh, Iowa approves most restrictive abortion bill in the U.S. And holy shit, is it? Yeah. Uh, It basically says no abortion if an ultrasound can detect a heartbeat. Yeah. And and I heard that they're actually going to take out all the pregnancy tests and replace them with stethoscopes. (laughs) So catch 22, (laughs) motherfuckers. (laughs) No more abortions ever. It's that's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's it's the heartbeat bill, right? Yeah, and we yeah. and we've talked about yeah. this before. It's fucking yeah. insane. Um, and it it's a it is a bill that is specifically designed to go to the Supreme Court. Yeah, like, that's what, that's they what they this they, is they, for. They made it specifically right. to do that. Sort of so thing. so this shit you might is, as well you might as well make a bill that says yeah you actually have to we're not going to allow abortion you're going to have to go back in time and make sure he finishes on your face. That's, <laughs> That's the new rule. We're going to make sure that that's in effect. This is going to be the pull out bill. Yeah, the that's pull- it. Like, <laughs> pull out, Bill. Jesus. He did. He did on the dress. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and, and this, they, they, yeah, specifically, they're making it to go to the Supreme Court. Does this not also feel like a great big fuck you fucking doomsday clock to Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Oh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you pass this bill and you're like, Ruth, like, oh, oh, really? Really? You're put you're like you're you're putting a fucking target on yeah. my back with that? Yeah, uh, pass it now. Oh, we got uh, we got Ruth in there. No, no. We're not worried. Everybody's Don't tell Ruth. But we think you're gonna die. <laughs> Now's a good time. Yeah. yeah. Well, they also have they also have Gorsh in there. They still are five four, which is right, but Gorsh is a replacement meaning. for Scalia. Yeah. So like the court yeah. didn't shift. Court didn't shift, and they still are like the last time something abortion related came up, it still went five four the other right. way, um, because I think one of those conservative judges goes back and forth on abortion. Yeah, because he's stuff. not yeah. as conservative as conservative yeah, right. as the others. Um, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting. It's you know, and and I think you're right. I think it's that you know they're sort of waiting. For, they're they're seriously. They're just like to, pass it now. Pass we just don't think yeah. she's gonna make yeah. it. Well, it's, it's like, it's Someone like, look hack into her Fitbit and like send her doomsday messages in it's, there. You know, but it starts flashing. Are you dead yet? It's like when somebody like die? coming into your house and like trying on your suit coats. Like, oh, this one will fit me. Like, that's mine. Like, oh, not for long. Anyway, here's your test results. All this bullshit moralistic nonsense is just, it's like, it's like we're just saying, I don't want to have a functional. I want to have a less functional society. I want less functional families. Like I'm not just like pro-choice. Like I'm, I'm pro-abortion. Like anybody that doesn't want to have a kid that gets pregnant, everybody should abort that kid. If you don't want it, nobody should have kids. They don't want like, I can't imagine a scenario where that works out well, except by accident. Right? Like it just fucking, it's not a thing in the first trimester. It's not a thing. Sure. You don't want it. Fine. Just fucking get rid of it. Who gives a shit? The only reason people give a shit is because they're moralistic about sex and sexuality. That's why they give a shit, because they want there to be consequences to an action. Those consequences are purely technologically related. They're not like, there does not have to be moral consequences to sex. We've solved that problem with birth control and other technologies. What we really should do, if we really give a shit about building a good society and building better outcomes for families, is we should have free birth control across the board. It's cheap. It's a cheaper solution than Medicare and, you know, the the kids insurance programs and all the rest of that shit. And we should have fucking free abortions in the first trimester for anyone that wants one. That's it. I don't disagree with that. It's cheaper and easier and you build a better society. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I do think that, you know, you're right in the first trimester, but I I do tend to think that as time goes on, especially the viability of the child, that you are getting into a moralistic issue. Right. And and I think you can have conversations about that. And I don't know that we necessarily, but I think, at least I think you can, I think everybody who's got a fucking brain in their head can say like, yeah, the first trimester. Yeah. That's not, it's not, it's not a thing. Yeah. I I think too, you know, it's, it's really interesting when all these people wind up, you know, um, you, you wind up, you seeing these Republicans, they have these kids, um, out of wedlock with their mistresses and the mistress has to go get an abortion or whatever. They utilize these services. You know of what course I mean? like they, they do. Utilize these they're fucking hypocrites. Yeah. Everybody utilizes these services when they fucking want them. You know these these same guys with their fucking mistresses. You think they're like the ones that don't impregnate their mistress? It's because they're on fucking birth control. Right. Yeah. yeah, right. It's like it's like the thing they don't want to give everybody else, or they want to make expensive, or they want to make it by prescription. Or they they want to make, make it like, shame somehow. Right. Yeah, because it's about controlling women, women's power, and their sexuality. Yeah, that's all this is. This has nothing to do with children or babies or any of the rest of it. It's about being a moralistic dick about sex and yeah. women. Yeah, for sure. That's it. And the point that the psalmist is making is when a nation sacrifices innocent children in abortion or infanticide, that is a sacrifice to demons. It's like food for demons, using that expression metaphorically. What I mean by that is that act of the shedding of innocent blood, the most innocent among us, it empowers satanic forces. Oh, this made me laugh. This is from uh, WREG.com. Uh, Tennessee lawmakers, okay monument in memory of the victims of abortion. It's just a snow globe of fetuses. <laughs> just to <laughs> shake it, shook it, shook it, shook it, and all the little fetuses <laughs> just float down, down <laughs> over the skyline, and then they sort of 
land uh, in the bottom. Hey man, little half umbilical right? cords. <laughs> I love the idea of it's like in memory of them. Like, oh, do you remember that mistake from high school that you got rid of before it was the size of a pencil eraser? Yeah. Good old what's it sells. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this is the memory. Oh, we just remember that time we never had a single fucking shared experience because yeah. that wasn't a viable human being yet. Oh, good times. They have the ribbon cutting ceremony and they like invite cannibal corpse to play. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember that time I threw up once and then my crotch hurt for 72 yeah, hours. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that was amazing. Uh, Fuck you. Thanks your memories, for the memories. The memory yeah. of the victims of abortion. It's like that fucking uh, baby shoe exhibit they had. Remember uh, the baby shoe exhibit they I did? I do remember yeah. that shit. You know, like it would be what I think would be really great is if they were allowed to do that sort of stuff, but only allowed to do it like using real size. Yeah. You know, cause it's like, it's such liars bullshit sure, to, put to have full like baby shoes, full yeah. size baby yeah. shoes or like a full size headstone or like a full size, whatever. As if this was like a full size person that somebody just came up and like stabbed in the face. Yeah. yeah. Like that's not, yeah. just nope. came up yeah. with like a giant vacuum full of blades yeah. to like a toddler. Exactly. <laughs> Suck them into the thing. <laughs> It'd be great if it was like, Oh yeah, you got to have a shoe the size of the baby's. Or the, the zygote's foot. It'd be like, oh, it doesn't have a foot yet. Oh, oh, yeah. oh that's my fucking point. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it'd be like a pencil, like you said, a pencil eraser right. or something. Yeah. Oh, it's a million pencil erasers. Huh? What does it look like? Uh, nothing. No one cares about it. Let's move on and go get yeah. Dairy Queen. Can we <laughs> like, no one yeah. cares. Well, and, it, and, it, and I think this is, this is trying to elicit some sympathy in a way that is, like you say, it's a liar's game. It's a way in yeah. which for them to say, look at all these babies. And then you stop and you think and you go, look, we're not calling them babies. They're not. It's not like this fucking kid had a fucking little fucking little sailor hat on <laughs> and was, you know, being pushed around in a stroller. Right. That's right. That's just a totally different thing than what happened. And they're they, they very good. They are very, very good, I think, at. Um, at eliciting emotions and making people think emotionally. Yeah. And I think that this is one of those instances where they, and they do this a lot about abortion. It's, it basically rides on how you emotionally react to exhibits like this. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's like, don't you love babies? Babies are so yeah. cute. And it's like, I kind of like babies. Yeah. First of all, yeah. if they're yours, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Bible says they're going to eat their arms. The Bible says they're going to eat their babies. Then it says they're going to eat their children. That's what people do when they get hungry. Right Wing Watch, this is Jim Baker. Government scientists say Morningside is the best place to ride out the end times. Hey, Cecil, unrelated side note, Morningside's where Jim Baker is. <laughs> what is a Morningside? Morningside is a garbage town in Missouri near Branson. Oh. Branson is... That's where Yakov Smirnoff is. <laughs> <laughs> right, Branson is where Joy goes to die. Oh, gosh. All right, so let's play this. This is Jim Baker from his shine. Right. There's Amen. nowhere on earth you could live with more of God's generals here. We're God's generals. God's generals. Why do you want to be where the general? I want to be where the fucking army is. <laughs> hey, y'all, South is going to rise again. <laughs> the generals are fat. Got, they don't fight. I got all my generals here. They're all, <laughs> they're all in the old folks' home. <laughs> <laughs> We're outside of, of Branson, Missouri. 
is where we, our address oh. is Branson, but we're outside. Oh, they're showing a picture of Branson right oh. now. Is it on a lake? Everything's on a lake in Missouri. It's a fucking swamp. Ugh. A little bit. We're on the other side of the lake. A Branson. Branson has the number one Christian theater in the world. Who cares? That seems like a non sequitur. Well, like, I love that idea. It's like, it's like there's an apocalypse and it's like, okay, yeah. But uh, there's a show at seven thirty. So you know they can play their their God War movie reels. <laughs> God's uh, not yeah. dead too is showing yeah. at nine fifteen. Oh, gosh, you're we talking about sight and sound, sound, which don't sound that spirit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. clap. Let's clap. You built a theater, Christian theater. No <laughs> sight and sound. Uh, I tell you what, you all are gonna know soon. Why God brought us here. Seniors get discount movie tickets. <laughs> God knows. God knows that everybody likes to, when they get a little older, you like to save a little money. Uh, uh, you know? It's I, not Atlantic City. It's not what, Vegas. It's I'll Branson. Tell you what, I can't wait to get my seniors discount next year. Here we go. <laughs> next year. <laughs> I think God brought Jim Baker there because they're kinder to felons yeah. in Missouri. <laughs> Because everybody in Missouri strikes. <laughs> <laughs> he can vote. Yeah. He just like, he just, he's like, uh, whatever. I miss oh, the old gang. God. The old chain gang. Oh, God. <laughs> Amen. Do you know the people from the government, from the, the NASA, the research from so many of them, they have said in their research, the safest place to live in troubled times is right here. NASA. Oh, yeah. The, NASA does the research it's, it's about the, where to live in troubled times. It's the, it's the famous NASA troubled time survey of 2016. Um, hey, guys, know, yeah. should we launch yeah. a rocket into space? While they or were, figure out if Branson's while, okay while to live in. assholes on his fucking joystick driving something around <laughs> on Mars. They had time to be like, hey. Let's survey everybody and find out where the best place to be in troubled times. What, what does that even mean? Troubled even times? I don't even know. There's a recession. What's your, where should we live? Ask NASA. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? And you go to NASA like, Branson, duh. <laughs> fuck. Yakov Smirnov is there. Why would Na I love these guys. They're like, well, we asked NASA. Yeah. Can you imagine being the guys at NASA? They're like, Not, no, they didn't. No. No, Stop. Saying someone, that someone should tweet at NASA this and say, can you care to comment? Yeah. Where's the best place to live on trouble? What we should hey, do NASA. is have an advice yeah. column called ask NASA. Okay. Any NASA people that are listening. <laughs> That's Let hopelessly optimistic. Let us know what you guys said to him. <laughs> I am going to, I'm seriously going to write letters to NASA for like marital yeah, advice. NASA, like whatever, NASA, just like how do I get my dog to stop peeing in the house? NASA, where can I get a good cheesesteak? <laughs> <laughs> Not Philadelphia. Oh, we got a message from some asshole in Philadelphia that was like, "Oh, your garbage sandwich out there," and I'm just like, "Are you fucking kidding bitch, me right please. now? <laughs> Are you kidding? Look, look. Bitch, all please. jokes aside, bitch, please. All a uh, Chicago style beef. Yeah, over that fucking." That is rat poison. That is decon <laughs> rat poison. It's like filleted rats. I had every incentive. I, I will say I had every incentive to enjoy a Philly cheesesteak 
I drove three hours out of my way. I wasn't even near. It's like 180 miles out of your way. Out of my way yeah. to have that sandwich. I was excited at a level that was unreasonable to eat that sandwich. It was fucking vomit-inducingly bad. <laughs> it was... And it was from one of the famous places, right? It was... Yeah, yeah. it was from... It was like they're across the street and they yeah. fucking hate each other and they both have Which lines of Which one did you get? The Wiz or the Provolone one? The Wiz. Okay. Because that's what everyone said. They said, like, oh, gotta get the Wiz. I got the fucking super standard... That's what it is. Yeah. That's the fucking Philly cheesesteak, Mark Wahlberg sandwich. Like that's the one yeah, that I got. Sure. It is the worst sandwich I've ever, you ever go to that fucking airport and it's like two 30 <laughs> in the morning. And oh like, God, it's the worst. Story. And the I only, hate this the only, story. The, I'm already uh, mad at this story. <laughs> the only place that's open is like Hudson news. Uh, Jesus. And Christ. like, they've got like a cooler case of sandwiches that were made like, Four, Four days ago. ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they're like, the bread, like you can see in there that the bread has like, it's been eaten by crows. You can like, take the sandwich and pound a nail into something. <laughs> and you, but it's like, it's fucking late and yeah. you're exhausted. You're like, yeah. fucking God, eat something. And you yeah. buy it anyway and you open it up and the smell of nothing wafts up because all odor has long <laughs> since abandoned <laughs> conjunction with that food. That is still a hundred times better oh. than a Philly cheesesteak sandwich from Philly. Oh. And you have to get that sandwich in Philly. Do you have to stand in line too? You stand in line in Philly. For how long? Too long. One second would have been too long. <laughs> and then the people abuse you in line. They're like, it's, it's like the wiener like, circle here. It's just don't ever go to the wiener circle in Chicago. Those people are assholes. They just scream at you and the food isn't very good. Yeah. They like, it's the same thing at this place. They're like, they yell at you when you're like, I don't understand where it's like, oh, it's so much fun to go it's there. Not, and get that's not fun. Treated like a, like, like everybody serving you is your abusive stepdad. Like what the fuck? <laughs> you want a fucking sandwich? <laughs> you want a fucking pot pie or what? I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> Ready to stick it in the glory hole? Get links to their Facebook, Twitter, and if you still use it, Google Plus account at their website, dissonancepod.com. If you need to be all discreet about it, contact them by email at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a ransom message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Want to hear Cognitive Dissonance commercial free and gain access to exclusive content, including full patron only shows? Head to patreon.com forward slash dissonance pod and become a patron to support the show on a per episode basis. Love commercials? Not ready to become a patron? Give the guys a five star review on iTunes or Stitcher. Or tell your buddies in the drunk tank about the show. We want to send a big sloppy glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. Some right-wing watch. Jesus Christ. Gun Owners of America's Larry Pratt suggests <sighs> little twerp David Hogg may be crisis actor. So David Hogg is one of the survivors great. of the Parkland shooting. Fucking great. Um, fucking Larry Pratt is an asshole. Yeah. Actually, well, that's who Larry Pratt is. So there's some, there's some audio from this. Yeah, this is, so this is, this guy was on a show though. He was on a show called Homefront with Cynthia Davis. So this is from her show. Let me get one idea from you about David Hogg. So we have this boy who went to a school in Parkland. Parkland is the name of the Florida. And apparently he wasn't even there when the tragedy occurred. That's not true. No, that's just he not, was there. Just, he took fucking video while he was on lockdown. Like he was interviewing other people. 
while he was on lockdown. Yeah. So but, he's in the school. Yeah, but they're just yeah. they're just trying to discredit. Yeah. Think of, think about what's happening here too. They're tra- you're trying to discredit a fucking teenager who survived a fucking mass shooting. So just just pause and yeah. realize yeah. the caliber of a human being that's yeah. doing the speaking right now. According what? to what he said himself, he was either in a classroom in another building away from the shooter or he got on his bicycle and rode to school when he heard that there was a shooting going on. Um, so that's just flat and less like that's not false. True. yeah i read um i was reading an article that said that someone has just made up a quote that he never said no it happens just, all the time now. made up a quote yeah. that he never said that he said that he got on his bike once he heard the shoot the this this the place was there and rode to the school as quickly as he could like people do nobody hey so all my classmates are getting shot by a madman oh i'm to go see it could you imagine like like if i found out if I found out, I'd be like, oh, yeah, your workplace is being shot up right now. And you're at home be like, Woo-hoo! I would tender my resignation. <laughs> what workplace? I don't work there. <laughs> I've never like, been associated. Be emailing your boss be like, how's today? <laughs> Best you wish you were from home. Huh? <laughs> I would shred my business cards. Are you kidding me? I'd drive somewhere else. I'd be like, you know what? Maybe they know where I live. Like, I'm go somewhere else. He can't even tell the same story about what he was doing in the same rather memorable time frame. I, I think, you know, I can tell you exactly what I was doing and where I was when I heard on the radio that the World Trade Center had actually collapsed because of the plane that hit it. I'll never forget that. I know exactly where I was. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and he knew exactly where he was. You're just reading a quote that's uh, that's not even attributed right. to him. Well, it is attributed to him, but it's not. Real. I, I love I love that. It's like, well, I remember things. So other people that remember things, all like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Your experience remembering stuff is neither unique nor interesting. <laughs> it is generally fucking assumed that we all sometimes remember that things. True. That is true. Twerp can't even remember uh, what he was. Wait, did he call him a twerp? He called him a twerp. This little twerp can't even <laughs> remember uh, what he was doing at that rather equivalent. God, moment. I would like to meet this guy. I, I would love, you know, like if I was David Hogg's dad. Yeah. And David Hogg survive like his classmates get fucking murdered yeah and my kid is is in danger and he fucking survives and he becomes a fucking advocate for 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 uh gun control and he's out like risking his reputation and the fucking ire of these dipshits and somebody's like oh your son's a little twerp but like we should have a conversation together it's, it's hard not to react to that emotionally right? and and stiffen up a little when they say that yeah. sort of thing you're just like like this kid has more courage than a lot of people have. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, uh, talk about these people like you know, like they're some sort of amazing heroes or whatever. Like these are people who just, just endured hit. something they, they terrible. En- they endured right? something terrible. They they hid from a shooter. They had to witness possibly some of their friends or close friends. I don't know. I don't know anything about them. I don't know how many. Right. I don't know how close these people were that died to him or were injured. I don't know how traumatic this particular thing was for them individually. I don't know any of that stuff. What I won't do is say like, you know, I won't discredit that. I won't just wave my hand and be like, well, you know, that's who cares about that? Because it's it's an important like that's an that's going to be an important building factor maybe in his life. And it clearly has been already. It's already been something that's been formative to him. Why are you calling him a little twerp? Well, and like, that's the thing, like, right? Like, is you it, know, like that's punching down at the very least, right? And, you're making fun of a young person. And, but And then you're also just like hand-waving this entire experience right. and saying that's not anything. Right. Moment in his life 
I don't think this guy could tell the truth if he had a gun in his head. And he's called... Cheap shot. Kind of already had it, yeah. right? <laughs> called a survivor, a parkland survivor, which isn't an accurate word either. Unless you were shot at, I don't right. know that that fits being called a survivor. What are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's the standard we're going to hold somebody to as to whether or not they are. I like that we're going to wordsmith how people like. And that's the thing is that they're saying they're saying they don't want to give sympathy to somebody who just happened to be in the building. You've got to show me the graze marks on your skin. Yeah, right. I'm willing to give you sympathy unless you like that standard is unless somebody shot at you. Yeah. So like so by that standard, the most ridiculous extension of that would be by that standard, you and I are standing next to each other. And somebody shoots at you and misses. And no, somebody shoots at you. You and I are standing next yeah. to each other. Somebody shoots at you, but they didn't shoot at me. And then the police snipe that guy. I am not a survivor of that shooting event. I was just like, I don't know. I'm not even really related yeah. to that. I was just, I was just I nearby. Was, I mean, I saw them yeah. shoot at Cecil. Yeah. <laughs> And I was, he was fucking right next to me. Yeah, I was just nearby. And maybe I would have been next. And that's kind of the fucking point is that I was in imminent motherfucking danger for my life. Is that in order to get the certification of survivor, you have to prove that you were shot at. Like, what do you, do you have to like, do you have to like go through some kind of rigorous vetting process? Like, do you have to like go on survivor, the show? I mean, like a survivor, like you get voted out of the school, uh, (laughs) voted most likely to survive in the yearbook. (laughs) What's hilarious is (laughs) that's fucking true, right? What's so funny too, they vet these people harder than they vet Trump's cabinet. You know what I mean? No, I think you're right. I think this is just for the dramatic effect. The media is having a field day. This guy's right out of central casting. In fact, he may be. Who knows? Um, His daddy's an FBI agent. His daddy's a retired FBI agent. Okay, same thing. No, being retired is the same. That certainly thing. would give me some pause in considering uh, the motives of this young man. It Why? Gave, it gave him pause. Little pause. Little, little tiny hands. Yeah, he, got, he had little hands. He's on opposable thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> it gave him pause. He's on patrol for the truth. He's on paw patrol for the truth now. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, God. What What I love is like how how easily they're willing to go so deep below the belt to attack these people that didn't do anything except for say, hey, guys, let's have some thoughts about gun control. I, and, you know, it makes me crazy. It's not like any of these guys are like, ban all the guns. Nobody is saying that. Yeah. They are reacting as if the rhetoric on one side is like, cancel America. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> and nobody's, you know, it's like, it's like, it's cancel like <laughs> we're done. It's like, we're going to Walmart this fucker. Roll it back. No more America. <laughs> just, motherfuckers. You know what? Bald eagles on uh, every plate. I just, it's just amazing how, how much they're willing to just completely discredit. And, and it's just this giant ad hom, right? That constantly there's, there's nothing there that says that, David Hogg's argument is, is no good, good or bad, right? right? Yeah. There's never a mention about the substance of his argument. It's never right. like, look, the reason why the Second Amendment exists is because of this, this, and this. And if we infringe on these rights, then then while it may lower some shootings here, it would also increase the danger of other people in other places, right? There's a way to make right, that argument, right, right. right? And I don't know that I agree or disagree with any of that stuff. And I personally don't think I, I, I agree too much with that stuff. Sure. But- 
But there's an argument to me made, and there's an argument back and forth there that has some sort of logic and something to do with statistics, and that can be made. But it's never any of that. It's always just like, well, he's an actor. Okay, well, what did he say? Yeah, even if you were an actor, even it's like, it's just, well, I'm curious yeah. about the script then. Yeah, if it's all made up, what is he saying? If he's saying, look, we don't, we kids don't want to be shot at. We don't want to be subjected to this. We'd like to have some sort of ban on assault weapons. Now you say, well, look, the reason why we're not banning assault weapons is X. It's not the reasons why we're not banning assault weapons is because you're an actor. Right. That's not the reason, right? That's not, but that's what they want to Well, that would, that, would, that would otherwise, that would have been a great rebuttal to everything Reagan wanted to do. Exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's fuck! <laughs> this story is from the New York Times. Toronto van suspect, uh, van attack suspect, expressed anger at women. Suspe- they call him a suspect even though you're caught in the car after you run over people? Man, we call everybody a suspect until they're, like, convicted, don't we? I guess. Isn't that the thing? It's it like, seems they weird. allegedly. Yeah, it seems weird. You're just like, what, did somebody quickly replace him? We didn't we replace <laughs> this driver. Will anyone notice? You know, like, it's like, it's the same thing with, like, yeah. that. Fucking Colorado shoot. It's like he allegedly shot like 19 people. It's like he walked out of the theater like covered in blood and Uzis. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. (laughs) He's got a swirl of gun smoke around. Right. It wasn't me. A a weapon firing (laughs) off. It's like maybe it was him. We don't know. Uh, We'll just uh, we'll see what the video is. I don't know about I like that. The language, I think, has to be used because that's how you that's how you're. You know, as a journalist, that's how you have to say it. Right. But I think it's it, that it's, it's, so you don't get sued. Yeah. But it's one of those things. Just like, is he a so, well, He's sitting in a car with blood covered tires. We he's still <laughs> buckled in. Like, how does that work? We suspect yeah. it was you. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, really, yeah. Sherlock? Yeah. Huh? Did you, did you get your giant magnifying glass <laughs> out? In in your, your plaid cap? Your, your hat that you could turn around? <laughs> <laughs> your basset hound? <laughs> He did more than express anger at women. Yeah, it is. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. like, this, this fucking asshole, um, you know, he ran over a whole bunch of people. He's a total piece of shit. Um, but he is a self-described incel, right? And an incel stands for an involuntary celibate. And, like, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, like, there's probably not a lot of voluntary celibates. Like, outside yeah, the priesthood. Yeah, even the priests are kind of yeah, involuntarily yeah. celibate. <laughs> And like, and they're not really all yeah. that celibate. They're from- all kind of just like, Shh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So like, basically like incel means like, can't get laid. Like, that's like what well, it means. I, you know, like, like, look, I don't think that there's, there's anything wrong with being a virgin. I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, not having sexual intercourse. I don't think there's anything wrong no, with like, any of that stuff. Whatever you want to do. I mean, like, 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 I think that anybody, yeah. anybody who has, you know, they, that's up to you. But when you start resenting the opposite sex because of the sex that you can't get, yep. there's some real, real fucking problems there. Yeah. So like, let's talk a little bit about what this, these, this incel nonsense, because it's, it's, it's so fucking toxic. Like it really it is. is. Absolutely. And absolutely. this is the there's second nothing, mass murder yeah. that's, yeah, that's been attributed absolutely, to this. Absolutely. Yeah. This is not a, this is not a benign thing. No. And this is not just, um, online people blowing off steam. This is real people be hurting other human beings because of yeah. this. So like this, this incel group, and it's, it's a group that was on Reddit, Reddit fandom. Now they're over on 4chan. They probably were at 4chan as well. So yeah. like, this seems to be like where they're, 
congregate. Yeah, they, it's an right. online group. I don't right. think you go to insul meetup. So. <laughs> no, like because it's like it's obviously like a group of people that are socially yeah not doing well, sure. right? And so, you know, as, as a result of their social ineptitudes or whatever, they have a they have they have internalized and then externalized a deep resentment and hatred for women. And they have a whole language around this that they, yeah. that they use. And they, it, the, the idea is, and, and I think it like, I, I, I read a couple of these articles and I thought about this a little bit and it seems to be that what it boils down to when I think about it and when I read about it is it boils down to <clears throat> these are men who resent the power that women have because women have sex that they want, right? And it's, it's, it's specifically attractive women that they want to have sex with. And because they're not having sex with these attractive women, they seem to have harbored a resentment. And that resentment turns into anger and hatred and rage, which they then foment amongst themselves within an echo chamber online. And then they develop a language and an ideology around this that, that basically takes their individual rejections, applies those rejections across the board to all women. Sure. And then they have an ideology that's deeply, deeply misogynist that advocates in some cases, Elliot Roger being an example, um, that advocates rape, that advocates violence towards women, um, that, that discusses women as a less than part of humanity, as, as, a, as, a, as a part of humanity that is to be subjugated by men in order for men to be entitled to sexual relationships with them. And when they can't have sex and they can't have intimacy and they can't have the things they want from women, that hatred and that anger boils over. And in two cases, at the very least, it's boiled over out of the fucking echo chambers of the internet and into the real world and resulted in the mass murders of 16 people. Yeah, it has been, you know, it's, it's one of these things that uh, it's hard for me to wrap my head around their like any of their mindset. I can't even get to even like a shred of where they get to, right? The resentment of women in general mm -hmm. in this case. I, it's hard for me to even wrap my, you know, because like like individuals may hurt you, right? But you can't look at everybody and say, you know, everybody that is part of this group. Oh, but I think people do them. it all the time though, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I think that's the reason we have racism. Like, yeah, no, that's the and, reason and no, like, absolutely. And that's, and that's <clears throat> another faulty way of thinking, right? Right. You know, like, like, yeah, sure. Faulty ways of thinking reinforce this all the time, right. but I, I just can't get my head around it. Well, right? think about it like this. I was thinking about this a little bit. Um, when this came out, it seems to me like if you are not good at thinking, right. And they're clearly not good at it. Like, I mean, and I mean that literally, like yeah. they're not good at this process. Right. So, but if 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 they can make the if they can transfer the onus of responsibility for their social and romantic failures from one interaction or 10 interactions if they can transfer that to all women now women are now responsible right and they are no longer responsible for their own social and romantic failures sure now they are an oppressed underdog an oppressed class that is being, you know, the, and, and the, the sexuality of, of women is now being wielded as a tool to bludgeon and oppress them. So they, by, by, by sort of thinking along those lines, they move from being a fucking loser to being an oppressed underdog. 
fighting against yeah, a, an, sure, an oppressor. Sure. And I think that that's a common, like, I think that, that, that methodology of, of thinking is often how you move from one person in a group hurt me to now the entire group that, because as soon as you can make yourself the victim of a powerful oppressor, now you are the rebel fighting the good fight, you know? And like, now you have some kind of moral standing. And I think it's what the white supremacists feel. I think that that same, it all works the same way. Do you think that there's any of these people that are in souls that, you know, look inward and they say, look, clearly there's something not appealing about me. I need to fix me. No. And then they go and fix themselves and then they not, they're not insoles anymore. And they come out uh, there that they're, that they're suddenly like, like they're like, well, Jesus, I guess I, I've been skinny fat my whole life and I don't have a job. And maybe that's why women don't want to date me. I'm also a fucking total moron clearly. Cause I'm at an insult group. <laughs> and then suddenly they're like, well, fuck that. And then they're like, well, I'm going to stop doing that. And then I, I'm going to go work out and I'm going to go, you know, you know, get gonna, a better job. I'm going to be gonna, kind gonna, and I'm going to be polite and I'm going to be attentive. And I'm, and I'm also going like, to, I'm also going to fix yeah. myself. I'm going right. to be better. Yeah. I'm going right. to go do other things that make me better and more attractive. Be the best you, you can like, that's what everybody should be trying to do yeah. is be your best. You. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I Yes, absolutely. But like, I think that that is so often lost. Like I, I see this shit online. I'm sure you do too. I see a shit online all the time where it's like, ah, oh, you know, I'm like, like I saw something earlier. It's like somebody said something about like waiting for women, you know, and like, it's like, well, you don't, you don't wait for people. Like you just continuously strive to improve yourself. That will just make you more attractive. Improve your, improve your moral character, yeah. improve your intellectual character, be improve your, best your physical you. character, be your best, you. constantly be on a search yeah. for self-improvement. Somebody will find that attractive eventually. Look, this has nothing to do with sex. Yeah, you're right. I can tell you this has nothing because if it had anything to do with sex, you could just pay for sex. Right. You could just pay and you could pay for sex in Chicago. Right. You know what I mean? Like you can, there's, there's escort services in Chicago on, you know, probably not on Craigslist anymore now that they passed that thing or whatever. They're going to pass that thing that, uh, oh, I heard about that. That also got rid of, uh, that got rid of like, uh, there was another one. There's like a. Like there's like a Craigslist for, for hookers. Yeah. I don't so, so called. yeah. So like certain places in, yeah. in the United States won't have it is easily accessed, but you know, you can find someone who's willing to, for money, have sex with you. That's the oldest profession there is. Right. For a fucking reason. Look, if you, if you have some resources, you can just fly to Vegas. Yeah. Right. You fly overseas. It, it, this has nothing to do with sex. Yeah. It does not. I, and I'm, I'm playing armchair psychiatrist, right. Or, or psychologist will so throw away what I have to say as being meaningful other than just my straight conjecture. But I strongly suspect this is about insecure people not having meaningful relationships that they want desperately to have and don't know how to have. If it was just about sex, they'd go buy it. How do you That's fix the easiest this, thing to buy? How do you fix it? How do you change? Because do you think that something like this has come about because of... I think the reason why they congregate came about because of the internet. Because it's a weird thing to fucking socialize over. Like, that's a weird, like, you're not going to have a yeah. meetup. Like, that's like having a vasectomy club. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a weird, like, what do you call a vasectomy club anyway? Like, I guess if they're all well-dressed, you call them snipsters. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, what, what do you call it? Like, yo, you're a vasectomy. Like, 
nobody would bond over that, right? Like there wouldn't be a meetup group where you all go to the bar and be like, hey guys, remember your vasectomy? Cheers. Like that's a weird thing to bond over, right? The same thing here. This would be a weird thing to bond over, right? It's a a strange thing. Like it's like, like in some ways we shame people who are, um, who are virgins, right? right? We shame people who are often who are not as sexually, not as sexually um, successful. Yeah, yeah. Successful. We shame those. Right? We, yeah. we we do shame those people, yeah. and we should, and we shouldn't. We no, should, absolutely we should not. not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, but I and and I don't I don't I don't agree with that at all. I don't think I don't think these people should be shamed because they're celibate, like or involuntary, basically not getting any action. I don't think that's a shameful right. thing. I don't even think that's the problem. But yeah. I don't. But but I'm I saying know. like you know like like this is. It, it it feels like a weird thing to even bond over. And I wonder if, you know, the internet caused these groups to meet and to talk and maybe foment and maybe be uh, an echo chamber that causes some real problems. But do you think that there's a way, do you think that the internet has a pro is the thing is the reason why they're not even able to relate to other human beings in a way? I think that, it, I think that it might be yeah. right. I think that there, there certainly are, there certainly are a lot of people, I, I don't know percentage-wise, but certainly, I, I mean, we've met them. So, like, I know that there are. There's certainly many people who relate better online than they do in person. And I think that, that more opportunities that you have to do what's easy, the less likely you are to learn the skills that are harder to learn. And if what you find easy is going online and selecting your avatar picture and typing out and, and having this sort of mediated interaction Sure. that to be perfectly frank, these are not challenging interactions because you can walk away from any of them. You can self-select your groups. Social interactions that happen in real life are messier. They're more difficult. They're more challenging. You can't have ideas like this that survive for very long in the real world because you'll constantly be challenged by a more diverse group of people than you would select when you go online. So I think it's I think it's a problem that partially develops because I do think social skills for some people uh if you don't have good social skills the internet does not help you develop better social skills often it might occasionally but I think it also can give people who have poor social skills many many reasons to not engage the world in reality and then they can go to a place that just constantly reinforces this worldview. It's clear that you can trace this back to these thoughts, these toxic, shitty thoughts. His last things that he wrote, the thing that he wrote is said, the insult rebellion has begun. We will overthrow all the Chads and Stacys. And I guess Chads and Stacys are people that have sex. Um, all hail the supreme gentleman, Elliot Roger. And Elliot Roger is that other mass murderer. Yeah. And then he went out and drove his car into a bunch of people. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This story is from Right Wing Watch. Jim Baker, God sent two scientists to cure cancer, but they were aborted. Consarnet. <laughs> I may have ad-libbed the consarnet. All right, so here's Jim. This is Jim from his show. Well, I think Heartbeat Bill is probably the most important thing going on in the world right now. And there's a lot going on in the world. Wow. In the world. In the world. In the world. world. You know, uh, 
North Korea's mountain collapse. I know. They're, oh, what mountain? Oh, the mountain that they use to, to test nuclear shit. weapons. Yeah, that might, uh, you know, eventually collapse more and shit fucking fall out over the world. <laughs> That's not important. Though. Anyways, anyway. whatever. Uh, Pay no attention. World right now. But I believe America is cursed if we keep murdering our babies. Yeah. I believe we are doomed as a nation whatever you think when is the dooming gonna start because yeah. you know i gotta say like i just like i was joking 2018 but like <laughs> i just got back from the dominican republic yeah and we went out of the resort for an excursion one day mm -hmm. and i've never ever ever felt more motherfucking privileged in my life than the dominican when republic is poor yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I like we drove we drove about an hour to this thing to do some horseback riding and we drove through the, the Dominican countryside and in this mountains they were very very beautiful and like the people were living in conditions that were that were genuinely appalling like there's no other way to phrase that and it was all of them and it was for miles and it was it was appalling yeah. and I I turned to Haley and I was like, God damn, our kids are spoiled. And then later I was like, you know, I take that back. God damn, we are spoiled. Yeah, spoiled yeah. We are so fucking spoiled. Yeah. The only difference is like, I know it and the kids don't yet. Yeah. But holy fuck are we spoiled. It's like, uh, America's doomed. It's like, really? Really? Because you're sitting there in your fucking $2,000 suit yeah. on TV. Sitting on well-fed. Buckets of food. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're selling buckets right. of food that people can have if the conditions get as bad as the Dominican Republic. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like most of the world is like, wait a minute. You have just-in-case food? <laughs> I want just-in-time food. You have just... <laughs> like, it's like, it's like oh. I will every week... Every week we clean out our refrigerator and throw away the leftovers yeah, sure. we never you got never, around you never got to. Her, yep. There's I their food waste is one of the biggest reasons why um there is a hunger problem in the world. I mean food waste, we waste more food here in the United States. Food waste is a huge issue. Food waste is an enormous issue. You know, like you look at all the ways it's like America's doomed. Yeah. Well, we're kicking a whole lot of ass right now. Yeah. Most of the world lives on less than a dollar a day. Yeah. I don't care because I believe God says thou shalt not kill. Amen. That's right. And a murder. Yeah. Unless they are brown. Then they count less. It's tell three fifths. What, let me thou, tell you what we can do with that. It's actually thou shalt not. Can kill 100,000 Iraqis. <laughs> right. Not an issue. Our unborn baby. I don't, I don't believe God can look at. That's one of the reasons we stood so strong with the Republican platform. Uh, platform. Is that right. right? That's right. That's exactly right. That's why we, we were on this broadcast, the Jim Baker show, and we endorsed the, the candidate, what, Donald Trump. Oh my God, spit it out. We know that's why you endorsed Donald Trump. Nobody's surprised. Oh. Are you confused about your own fucking position? Was the, the one that was voted in to become, you know, the president and stood on the Republican platform for that reason. <laughs> that, she said nothing. <laughs> she said nothing. She's like the worst Ed McMahon ever. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> like she could have seriously just been like, yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, even if, if you don't even have to yeah. agree, yeah, if, but if you if feel you have, so fucking yeah. motivated, if you have an editor that turns into, yep. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
You know, the horse fucking stomped his foot twice. Uh, Are you kidding me? Feed her another bag of oats. (laughs) We hope that this program can be an important cog to stop abortion in this country. Amen. And we're believing it can happen. And we we're always going to take care of girls. We're always, this is our... Because women need to be taken care of, I will take care of those girls so hard. Women have no idea how to do things or act or be in the world, so we need to take care of them. Yeah, I agree with that. We need to take care of them. That's our role. That's why we have the penises. (laughs) I don't even understand why that would be controversial. If it wasn't my job to be in charge, why do I have the cock? (laughs) It's fucking self-evident. Passion. This is what we've got. I I built a girls' home back at Heritage USA decades ago, and say, what is that person <laughs> wearing? What is that person wearing? Is that woman dressed up like Colonel Sanders? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! What is she wearing? Oh, this is. I love pictures, old timey pictures from the eighties. It's from nineteen eighty. This photo happens at one twenty three. You guys got to check it out. It's really hilarious. I don't know how many babies, hundreds of babies. And today, those children are having babies of their own. Absolutely. And it's a heritage. except for the ones that abort them. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) They're all having them young and out of wedlock. (laughs) That continues through the babies. That's right. The thing we've done in America. Yeah, that's how humans work. Yeah, that's how you I mean, like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Who's in the audience? Like, oh, that's how more generations of people are made. Oh, babies. <laughs> oh, and then the babies grow up into adults that have babies. have babies. It's all coming together yeah. now. The circle of life. That's right. The thing we've done in America, we have killed our babies. Yeah. We have killed the future of America. I told you the other day a story. Well, we didn't kill all the babies. He's talking like we've killed every baby. Like we're just out we're of just, babies. Yeah, we just killed. There's all the, of them. Yeah, at this point, it's like children of men. <laughs> right? There's like one 18-year-old. <laughs> and he dies in a car accident. We're all going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> I told you the other day a story about how someone said they asked God, why haven't we had a cure for cancer? Right. And he said back, I gave what, in you- an email? Like, <laughs> Did he text it back? I Is this a Facebook this. message? What's happening? Can I just pause real quick and just say, like, wouldn't a better question be like, God, why do we have yeah. cancer? <laughs> like, you know, like, why? I love the idea <laughs> that, like, stop? can we do the question of evil? <laughs> Let's do that instead. Like, because uh, wouldn't it be even more fucked up uh, if God was like, well, I made cancer, <laughs> and then I just kind of let it sit there see, for a while. See, what I had was this big dartboard full of ailments. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky you didn't get face falling off disease. <laughs> like, I love the idea. It's like, why do you cure it? Like, well, I just, yeah. I didn't notice it snuck in there. The bullseye was spontaneous combustion. So <laughs> you guys lucked out on that one. Just a little spot of cancer. Yeah. I gave you two scientists. To, that had the cure, and both of them were aborted. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that embryo's name, Albert Einstein. And, and now, now you know, know the rest, rest of the story. Of the story. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Who fucking believes that? That's like oh a, my God. that's like a Ford from Grandma. <laughs> it's like, 
It's like forward, 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 forward. Someone asked God, why haven't you given us right? the cure to cancer? That's that. That's yeah. like that like story. Like, and why weren't you raped in the alley? Well, there were two, two guys walking up. I didn't rape her because she had two guys walking around her. And the other one wasn't praying hard enough. <laughs> God, those are the shittiest stories. All too. those stories I like are too, so just like, like what, what did they get? Like the embryos get bundled up with a cure of cancer? Is it like, like did they have it inside them? Are they like a fortune cookie? Where you like crack them open, and inside it's like, here's your here's your lottery numbers. Oh, and the cure to cancer. What do you know? Yeah, it was green tea leaves all along. <laughs> Nobody tried that. Homeopathy. That's got to be wrong. <laughs> Throw that one away. Throw that baby away. He's got the wrong cure. Crack it open. Babies trying to find the cure. <laughs> I love What's that. funny is we might actually find it in stem cells or something. Right? You know what I mean? Crack like, open babies. Crack it open some babies, you know? I love the idea he you sent can't two. Like he sends one. He's like, all right, I'm going to put this cure to cancer in a baby. I got I to wrap it. Whenever I go hunting, I bring two hound dogs. So uh, I always send in two. Uh, now, you can't. I can't just give y'all a present like the cure to cancer without wrapping it. Oh, so I, no. I wrapped it in this baby. <laughs> and like, they're like, and then like the baby like comes back like ding, like back to heaven. I thought, didn't I just? I thought I put it in you. Yeah. I just hold on a minute. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it in a different. Maybe they didn't like the wrapping oh, paper. Gosh. I'm gonna put it in a black baby. Uh, ding. Why, <laughs> why did he put it in a dog? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess they just keep returning my presents. Oh, they have no idea where to look down there. I, do I, I should send them a gift receipt. <laughs> Where's an Asian baby? <laughs> I'll just make sure it's not a girl. <laughs> So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our newest patrons, Skeptical Spinster, Joshua, Sijin, Sinjin, Neil, Dr. H, David, Jesse, the Soulless Ginger, Ian, Matt, Lisa, the entire Fruited Plane, and... Oh, I'll try this one. Johan, Gamble Putty, Devon, Ausfern, Schlipleppen, Schlitter, Crashen, Bon on Fry. I don't even, what the fuck? I don't know, but it was so fun to say. Jesus Christ. I don't even care how badly uh, I said it. Thank you so much for your generous donations. Uh, you guys are the reason that, that great. Uh, Glory Hole Studios exists. We wanted to say that uh, a couple weeks, I want to say last week, I released like 40 plus minutes of like cutting room floor stuff because we had enough with yeah. Noah and another. So we wound up with a big long extra that we had posted just for patrons recently. Um, so, uh, so patrons, you're able to check that out. We hope you enjoyed it. Got a message uh, from Wes, and Wes sent along uh, this video. Uh, it's Alex Jones doing demon voice, and it's over a sort of bunch of gameplay from the the, the video game Doom. Uh, it was really funny and actually oh, really well done. It so, works to the game. Yeah. It's so, pretty funny. So check it out. It's going to be on this week's show notes. This is episode 412. So Nash sent in a message. Uh, this is a sound clip, and this is a great clip. I'm probably going to use this in the future. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, sorry. What's that? Oh, that's just a you can't make this shit up alarm. <laughs> I like that's it. fucking great. Thanks, Nash. <clears throat> we got a message from Chad, and Chad said uh, that they're- Hi, Stacy. They're just- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they just found us there in college. <laughs> And, Getting uh, laid all the time. Am and, I right, Chad? 
Sorry. And then uh, <laughs> uh, they said, I don't believe the larger atheist community has any relation to the alt-right, but I wonder about uh, being less confrontational in atheism and looking at where I can agree with religious people. Um, and then there was uh, an alt-right uh, atheism podcast that they sent along that I did not get a chance to listen to. But I do want to address the question about this. Um, this is something that comes up a lot, and this is something I've said many, many times. I feel like there is, uh, if, if there's someone who is probably empathetic, um, a progressive type person uh, that happens to believe in God, and then there's somebody who's like, on the far alt-right that happens to be an atheist, the chances that I'm going to agree with the person who is religious are way more likely on almost every single issue. Um, the only one that I'm going to agree with the atheist on is ones by default, right. where there was sort of like a default uh, ally, and it's only in like very slim corner cases. I feel like very often the people that we want to surround ourselves with and the people that we want to talk to don't actually have atheist as a thing that they're wearing on the outside. Yeah. You know, like that I find, I find that, you know, like I can relate to religious people and, you know, non-religious people and agnostics and, you know, people that have very non uh, mainstream religions just as well, as long as I think we agree on other major ethical concerns. Yeah, I, I think somebody who's socially progressive, I'm going to find a hundred points of commonality. With. Yeah. And somebody who's socially conservative, I just like, because our worldview, the way yeah. we, the just, way yeah. we perceive yeah. how Absolutely. people are valued yeah. is going to just differ too much for me to, to, yeah. to bridge that gap. And I do think that there are people that are atheist and alt-right. I don't know that there's a problem in atheism and alt-right um, because I don't feel like the major atheist movements, the ones that you gather around, have an alt-right component. So I feel like that's not an issue. I feel like there probably are a lot of atheists in the alt-right. What but about I don't Mythicism think that Milwaukee? I mean, yeah, I think that that's a... I, I genuinely, think that's an anomaly? Yeah, I don't know. The, the thing is, is like last time, Mythicist Milwaukee, from what I what what other people have told me, I didn't intend, but you know, there was a lot of people like that were Trump supporters that probably were very religious that showed up just because they like the things that some of those people have to yeah, say politically. Yeah, right. So again, they're saying they would say the same thing. I bet you, if you sat down with any of those speakers from mythicist Milwaukee or any of those people that are, you know, either alt-right or courting the alt-right or have those alt-right beliefs or have those very hard, hardline conservative beliefs that happen to be atheists, some of the YouTubers and whatever. If you sat down with those people and you asked them and they, in a room full of Trump supporters that happen to be very religious, they probably agree with them 99 times right. out of 100. Yeah. And they would look at me and be like, I only agree with you on the atheism thing. The rest of the shit, you're fucked in. Right. And so they would have the exact, I think they would have the, the exact same, boat. same yeah. Opposite feeling. Yeah, right about me. It, it, I feel that's why I feel like atheism probably isn't a great organizing feature anyway. No, I you don't know? think it is. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it is. You organize around humanism. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We got a lot of messages about chemical bombs and why they're uh, worse than uh, conventional weaponry. The, the main things boiled down to uh, residual chemicals in the atmosphere are worse than 
than regular bombs. Regular bombs do cause a lot of, of, of problems in the environment, but residual chemicals, I guess, last longer. They can't control them as easily, so more collateral damage on occasion. And uh, even direct hits cause people to suffer greatly in, yeah. in really horrible ways. Yeah, the people, the, the emails, thank you, by the way, for everybody who sent um, you know, emails to to give me some good information on that. It really helped me think about the question differently. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I'm grateful to you. This is an interesting, uh, interesting message from Pete, Tom. It talks about false flags, but then also talking about how they have to relive that trauma. Yeah, he he relays a very personal story, which I will not relay. Um, but he says, you know, this shit is the most inhuman torment you can visit on another person. Every time you have to set someone straight on what happened, every twisted lie you hear forces you back into that place when you first found out that an integral part of your life and your experience is dead. You do not get the opportunity to heal. You know, this is not like this, like when the Alex Jones guys and all the rest of those assholes, when they, when they look at a tragedy like Newtown or Parkland or, or any other tragedy that they capitalize on in order to get clicks, which is what they're doing yeah. in order to sell yeah, yeah, merch yeah. and get clicks. Whenever that happens, you know, keep in mind that what is really happening is that they are exploiting somebody's pain, exploiting somebody's trauma, exploiting the death of somebody who was loved in order for them to make a fucking profit yeah. off of re-traumatizing the family, the friends, and the loved ones of the deceased. That is, that's what's happening first. Everything else happens after that subsequent yeah. to that. Yeah. That's the primary action. We got a message from uh, Nathan about how many people live in the United States on less than $30,000 a year. We're going to post a link to this story on this week's show notes, but check it out. 51% of all American workers may make less That's than $30,000. Yeah, it's most. most of the United States lives on less than $30,000 a year. It's fucking nuts. Tom, we got a message from Sarah and Sarah talks about some, uh, some cult behavior. Yeah, so we were we were expressing surprise that, you know, when somebody is accused of something that they're, you know, supported and what have you and that the um, uh, organization doesn't turn its back on them. And she makes an interesting point. She said that um, people in these organizations can't imagine other people not equating leader with the organization itself. So I think for yeah. like, for you and I, that, that never occurred yeah, to me because right. it's like, yeah, it's just a person. Yeah, sure. Like it doesn't yeah. like what happened with David Silverman, right? It's just like, yeah, okay, yeah, get it, rid of him. The, the person does not color the organization necessarily, right? Unless the person is somewhat is integral. But like the what she's saying is like in a lot of cults, um, the person is the organization. They are intertwined. Yeah. There is no substantial differentiation. I thought that was an interesting point. Got an image. Oh, for this week, um, we're going to put it on this week's show notes. This is from uh, Aaron, and it's pretty hilarious. So check it out. It's a Trump image. A bunch of people sent this to us. We're going to post a link on this week's show notes to a show called Good Mythical Morning. George sent this to us um, and uh, a bunch of other people. They tasted some Jim Baker buckets and uh, did not like them. They did not. Out. I just want to shout out, like, I love Good Mythical Morning. Yeah. I, I just, I do. I don't like almost anything on YouTube at all. Yeah. And I genuinely love Good Mythical Morning. My son and I have watched dozens and dozens of episodes of it together. I think they're funny, clever guys. I love the chemistry between them. 
Check it out. Guys, If you uh, and uh, Good Mythical Morning, if you want to come on and talk about the Jim Baker buckets, you're welcome. Anytime. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Uh, I will go to you. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for this week. So we're going to have a Thursday show this week. We're going to try to do a almost uh, exclusively politics show that's coming out on Thursday. So if you're interested, uh, watch your podcast feed for that. We are going to leave you, like we always do, with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno-Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo-quasi-alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead, pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you. day in chicago this is interesting the other day i went to uh jewel here in chicago that's a grocery and, store uh, it's a it's a grocery store chain here in chicago there's only a couple um one of them went out of business recently <laughs> and then jewel is the yeah, one yeah jewel's all that's yeah. left jewel is the ebert yeah <laughs> like it's, it's, just, it really, it's just waiting <laughs> to die <laughs> the big jaw <laughs> you know anyway, <laughs> anyway uh i wound up going in and i walk in and i and i hear elvis being played what? at a very loud level by a live performer. And I'm like, what the uh, fuck is at happening? the grocery store? Yeah. And so I look, and there's an Elvis impersonator at the bar. There's a bar at the jewel, and he's playing like blue suede shoes. And so I'm used to what I'm used to when you walk in the supermarket. Now you're used to some aggravation when you walk in a supermarket, but I wasn't used to this sort of level of. I don't know, like chaos that yeah. this created because it get like it, everything was just off and it gave me crazy anxiety because <laughs> like, like the lights in there make me crazy and the other people make me crazy. But at least once in a while they play like soft music or no music. And now it's like this really shrill, bad Elvis impersonator that is just 
permeating the entire establishment. So you're in the fucking bread aisle, like 25 aisles away from this jag off who's fucking singing blue suede shoes. And you're just like, I want to pull my own teeth out of my head. It was the most like... I don't know, like it was the twitchiest experience I've ever had. But like, sh- they just turned everything yeah. on their head. And you're just like, I hate this so much. Never do this to me. But grocery stores do that now. Like now it's not just a place you go to buy like toilet paper and balance bars. Like yeah. now it's like. <laughs> and when you have balance bars, you need a lot, a lot of toilet, toilet paper. paper. You do, it's, yeah, it's your balance out. Absolutely. It's a lot of fiber in those absolutely. things. Fiber and protein. Yeah, yeah. It's like a car wash in there. <laughs> <laughs> but like. It's like a dishwasher bomb. <laughs> anyway. I'll have some Tide Pod yeah. soup. <laughs> but like now grocery stores are like, they're, they're selling this idea of like some like high end kind of expect the one near us. There's a Mariano's near us. Yeah, yeah. And they like, there's like a piano player like playing like, and there's tips and shit. And there's like a, there's a there, like no shit. Like there's an oyster bar, raw oysters and a wine bar. And it's like, I'm here to grocery shop. <laughs> Just I'm not picking up chicks or whatever. Want, what the fuck is happening? I just want, I just want 12 drumsticks <laughs> wrapped, not with E. coli or salmonella in them. Yeah. I'd like to get an eggs and maybe a milks. And then I want to leave. I'm just and trying I, to figure out who's like, you know, I will sit for some oysters. All I'm trying to do is to avoid eye contact with everyone in your store for a long enough time to leave. That's I, all I'm trying to do. Who is the customer yeah. for that? Who who I says it's not okay. me? It's not me. I'm too antisocial. <laughs> but like, wait, 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 I mean, seriously though, who's like, I'm gonna take my girl out for a nice meal at oh, the God. grocery store? Be- even if you you're not, that. honey, I got a special night planned. <laughs> <laughs> First date at the grocery store. Like, look, she I like, want it to be casual. She like opens up the card, and inside is this heart shaped Mariano's gift card. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if the night goes well, we can go over to the pharmacy section and get some lube. (laughs) Or we could just go to the oils aisle. (laughs) Either one will work. Whatever. There's some hoba oil over there. It's fine. Just get some of that coconut stuff. (laughs) Slap it. Oh, my God. That was marshmallow fluff. You used the wrong container. It's stuck. Uh, No, I used the right container. We're having s'mores tonight. (laughs) 